I'm just going to read some scriptures here this morning. And I'm going to turn to 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians 2. This is verse 1. It says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, I didn't come with excellency of speech or or of a wisdom, obviously the wisdom not coming from Christ, declaring unto you the testimony of God, that, that testimony that is a experiential uh, reality. For I determined not to know anything among you. That means anything among us as a local assembly here and anything that would separate us from each other in any way, uh, I determined not to know anything among you except Christ, except Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's a reality about who we all are in Christ. The old has been crucified. Thank God for that. Thank, you know, thank God we don't have to receive counsel based upon any emotions. But the declarative testimony of the truth through the word, which is immovable. And that's a, that's a fantastic thing to understand. Um, this morning because it's going to be one of two things that are going to direct us. There's going to be from one or two places that's going to counsel us. It's going to be emotions or it's going to be the solid word of God. And that gives us a peace that is absolutely immovable. Again, you know, for us here, truthfully, when I understand God's order and when I understand his way, his way, <laughs> and I understand that he has each of us in a place in a local assembly, because everything that God does is in a local assembly. And he gives this, he gives us this counsel here. We don't have to seek it elsewhere. We have this counsel here, all of us. And when I say we, it's me. See, I showed up. We're all here together, are we not? Am I separate from you? Are you separate from me? Do you get separate counsel anywhere else? Boy, oh boy. Very, very, very dangerous. Seriously, very dangerous. And uh, so here's what it says. And I was with you. Notice what he's saying here. This is so incredible. This is an, this is an apostle, right? a special uh, messenger. I was with you in what? Weakness. What are we all here? We're all here weak, aren't we? We're all here weak. Are we all, do we all have the same life that we have? Are we all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus in Galatians 3, verse 26? We are, aren't we? We are all the children of God, but do we all occupy the same place in terms of growth in a local assembly? We just, we don't. That's why to, to seek your counsel outside of God's order, it can only be emotional at best. And we know our emotions, right? Don't we all know that? Up one second, it can be down the next. Up, up, up five minutes or two days, whoo, down the next. And even by those emotions, God's teaching us they are not to be our guide. You know, Psalm 48 verse 14 says, He will be our guide until our death, which is our face-to-face -face with Him. That's what He's preparing us for. He's preparing us for those things. We will never, no one will ever, ever, ever experience the settled, stable peace that's ours emotionally. It just won't be done. 
We can experience those, but proper emotions really in the Word of God is joy. And if I have that settled joy, then what is it? I have peace. So the foundation, the foundation for my joy, do you ever notice in the fruit of the Holy Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, you ever notice how it says love? Then it says joy and peace. And, and joy is right in between there in Galatians 5, verse 22. You know why? Because the love that we have is a settled love based upon the peace that Christ is. And when I have that, now I have joy. Joy, okay, joy, literally, where does joy come from? A settled mind of truth, not the emotions. Now, and then when it's that way, then I have joy, right? And that means I have settled peace. Guess where? Right where we are. Again, folks, young people, young people here, young people that are very young, this is where you get your counsel. I just want to make that crystal clear. You do not get it anywhere. You can have fellowship. But when we talk about counsel, this is where you get it. Okay? We're not to be private counselors, self-interpreters, especially when we're very young in the ward especially when we're very, 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 very young in the Lord. And we don't, we, we have fellowship, right? You can have fellowship anywhere, and we should. I thought it was, I thought, your dad, Lacey, that was the sweetest time I've had with that man. And it, it broke my heart because when I saw him, he just, he's no different than any of us. He just needs to be loved. And, and when I, uh, you know, when I heard your, your testimony about him, even when you were so young and you, and you know, what happened with your parents and you saw him and the condition that he was in, you know, he just needs to be loved. I'm telling you, this is where you get your counsel. Listen, listen, love, listen to me, listen, listen. Love has to do with the mind of truth. It does. It doesn't depend on your emotions. Many young people will counsel others based upon the interpretation of the word through their emotions. We have to be very, and I mean extremely careful about that. Okay, we have a local fellowship here. Okay, we do have that, right? Where we grow and get this truth. But we don't have to go off and get private counsel. Does that make any sense? No, because it doesn't have to do with order. Because then there's confusion. You know, the enemy wants to confuse the believer, and I'm going to tell you how he does it, through the emotions. He, even emotions that God meant for good, the enemy can take those and use those to, for us to interpret God, his word, what we think peace is. Listen, what we think counsel is. And again, this morning, honestly, in love, in pure love, I'm being very, 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 very specific and very, very, extremely, very, very pinpointing. Very pinpointing. Why? His love. It is his love. That's what it is. And so when it says here in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Paul is saying, listen, I was with you in what? Weakness. And in what? Fear. That's reverence, by the way. That's reverence. Okay? That is what fear here is the reverence. In reverence and in much trembling. That goes into Isaiah 66, verse 2. 
That's what he's, God himself through the Holy Spirit searches the individual that's in Christ positionally. And when their place is a place of reverencing him, not outside his order. You know, God never violates the honor of his order. Did you know that? He, he, just did, he did not do that. This, I'm going to tell you, this is what we're learning, especially young people, those that have been around for a handful of years. You're learning to be counseled. You're not counselors. You can have fellowship. You can have fellowship, okay? But you, we are learning, especially young people, learning, learning to be counseled so that you can function in it properly. Okay, now, this is what it says. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words. Persuadable. Do you think for one second that, that the enemy won't even use emotions to persuade us? Can he? Based upon a feeling. We have emotions. We do. But God gave them for us as an expression of the mind of truth, which has to do with an order. Yeah. My speech... And my preaching was not within persuadable words, listen, of man's wisdom, but separated from that in demonstration of the spirit and power, of, and spirit and what? Power. I want you to recognize that word power here. Okay, power. Okay. That's why we always say, this is why I always say this, okay, and I always say this, in, in our relationships that we have with each other, okay? And again, 1 Samuel 2, verse 30. Right? If you honor me, I'll honor you. That speaks of order. But if you lightly esteem me, I'll lightly esteem you. Not that he won't love us, but it, he just can't. Okay? He doesn't violate that order. Listen, that's why I'm saying, and there's, it, there's areas where we need to talk to each other. But even when we talk to each other, we first go to God. The order here, if you need counsel, you make decisions, where do you think you should get that? It's God's order, right, flowing through a vessel. But where do you think you should get your counsel from? What has God been doing since we've been here? Giving us the counsel of his word. Where? Right here. I don't have to go off and get separate counsel. Okay? Because that's not God's order. I want to make that crystal clear this morning. Crystal clear. And I have absolutely no fear of, no fear, love, but no fear of anyone that has a problem with that. Okay? I just don't. I love you, but I have absolutely zero fear about that because it's love, wouldn't it? If I was afraid of an area of a flesh that someone was struggling in and needed to be counseled, should I be afraid to present the truth in them in love? No. That's speaking the truth in love in Ephesians 4 and verse 15. Don't allow the enemy to... to, to separate and make little party spirits, little party fellowships. We have one fellowship here. We all have one mind here. We do. And it's to protect us, by the way. It is to protect us. That's why I've always said you can't be in one place physically and think and being in another place and not be confused and don't think for one second the enemy won't even use good emotions to confuse you. Because he will all day long. <laughs> See? But it was in the demonstration of spirit, the Holy Spirit and power. Who's our power? 
We are kept by the power of God in 1 Peter 1, verse 5. We are kept by the power that Christ is. He's the wisdom. Listen, he's the wisdom and power. He's the power and wisdom of God. It's Christ. This is where we get it, folks. You don't know enough yet, even in your own life, in terms of counsel, never mind counseling somebody else. Privately. Private counsel. Like a, a, a private private fellowship. Don't think the enemy won't use that. And don't think that in, in the love and discernment of it that I'm not aware of it. In love. Because I am. Again, that's why I say this, honestly. If there's, if there's areas between us, right, where we don't understand the other, who should we go to first? And then who? That's it. Okay, so in these specific areas, I won't allow anyone else to interpret you, listen, to me. Please don't allow anyone else to interpret me. Okay? And to interpret the word that God brings here privately. Because we'll do that. You know how we can even privately interpret the scriptures? Which we're not to, we're not to do. And that's love. That's God's love for us. Honestly, he's not against us. He's not. But in 2 Peter 1, verse 20, we are not to privately interpret the Scriptures. We're not to privately interpret God, His will, His word, His peace, His body, His place where He's called. We're not to privately interpret that. We will. Guess how the enemy, even with the best intentions, you know how he'll do it? Emotionally. Your emotions are going to be the interpreter of what reality is. And even in a sense, he will use the emotions, listen, to cause us to quit from functioning in the mind of truth. The mind of truth is Christ. He doesn't change. 1 Corinthians 2.16. We all have that, don't we? We do have a fellowship. We do. We do. We do have a fellowship. But I can assure you in the order of God's word, he has an order, and that order is Ephesians 4, 8 to 11. That's what he did. He gave some, some <laughs> pastors and teachers. And if you look that, if you look at that, they are not young. They are not newly, newly born. They're not neophytes in first, first Timothy 3, verse 6. Not a novice. What's a novice? You know, in carpentry, how do you start out? You start out as a laborer, but you really need to learn some things, and sometimes it's hard. Then you can become a journeyman. But there's periods of growth. You know, there's periods of growth in the Scriptures, and I'm, I'm speaking this for, literally, for all of our counsel and protection this morning. Listen, when it's the Holy Spirit, and it's His power, that your faith, your dependence, notice that, should not stand, right? Shouldn't stand or be, that's what the Greek says, your faith, your dependence should not be in the wisdom of men. Listen, especially young folks. Especially, 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 especially young folks. Honestly. This is protection that had been around for a handful of years. Been around for a handful of years, and they become your counselors. Danger. Danger. Not right. Not God's order. That your faith should not 
be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God, in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom, notice what it says, among them that are what? What's perfect here mean? Complete, mature, mature. Now a child, okay, a child, when they don't want to obey, we know this just even in, in families, they'll express it. How do they express, how could they express rebellion or stubbornness? Through their emotions, right? They do it. Just, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Who's ever been there? <laughs> Every stage of growth, I've been there. Every stage of growth, I've been there. Every single stage of growth, I've been there. But we speak what? This, among them that are spiritually mature, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world. So, in other words, do you think that Satan and his demonic army can use emotions to deceive us? Do you think so? You think so? Even a Christian? Do, are, we, are we a match for him? If we don't have his word, if we don't have it, and I'm, again, I'm speaking extremely, extremely precise this morning. This is the counsel that every one of us need. Listen, you don't have to run off and get it somewhere else. You don't have to go, go have a private fellowship and derive your counsel from there. You just don't. And if that's happened, okay, that needs to be dealt with. That needs to be dealt with. Okay, it does. It does without any question about it because it's very divisive. It's divisive. And you may be ignorant, you may be, you know, maybe sincere, but sincerity doesn't have anything to do with that. I can be very sincere, emotionally interpret the word. And I'll base God's decision upon how I feel. So in other words, God, I interpret God to speak to me based upon how I feel and not the word. No wonder he says, Build your house on a foundation, on a rock, not on the sandy emotions. God, up one week, down the next. Up one minute, down the next. This can be true with all of us. This, this is counsel for all of us because he loves us. But look what it says. Nor the wisdom of this world, nor the princes. Those are the princes. Those are the, that's Satan and his demonic army. Of this world system, which what? That come to naught. What are our emotions if we don't have the mind of truth? Our emotions aren't the result of the foundational thinking through the word. What, is, what do they come to? Nothing. To naught. They come to naught. But there's a separation. We speak the mystery of God. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. It, what, it's a mystery to who? Those that aren't counseled. Those that think they can privately interpret the word. Those all of a sudden that are counselors. They got enough counsel because they, they've been around for maybe four, five, six years. They got enough counsel. They're, they're going to counsel you. And sometimes the counsel that we counsel other with, others is based upon our emotions and our feelings. And then we become one in that. We have this one, we have this now, this fellowship that we have. It's so special and no one else understands us, do they? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. It's in love, but yes, they do. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Who's the we? Those that function in a proper order. Okay, those that speak in a proper order. 
Okay, and a mystery, even the hidden wisdom. Who's it hidden from? Do you think the enemy wants to hide us from the mind of truth for our emotion, through our emotions? Do you think so? You know what causes us to quit? It's not the mind of truth. It's the emotional interpretation of it. I've had enough. I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. You're darn right. And no matter where you are, no matter where you go, that's going to be, that's going to be a truth that comes out. That is going to be a truth that's come out. I believe in my strong heart before God that God called everyone here. Now, maybe some that were called here didn't even know why they thought they were called here, because some could have done it because it's an emotional thing. A bunch of people coming that they love and they have this relationship with, and they're going to come. I still believe that God called you, even if that was the reason. And I think at times that could have been the reason. And you can get rid of the could've. Okay, I want to make that clear. Get rid of the could've in that. I just believe there were individuals that got up emotionally, okay, and it became an exciting thing, and they all came, and then boom. <laughs> but God did do that. I com completely agree with that. I absolutely do. And I'm giving, uh, honestly, the truth before God. Wh I mean, how else would God speak to us through the Word? Why are we even here? To get the word to be in self-interpreter? My God. Listen to what it says. Which God ordained before the world for our, unto our glory. Is there any glory outside of Christ? Is there any glory outside the mind of truth? Huh? No. Listen, 2 Corinthians 5, 7. We walk by faith, not by sight. Sight is emotions. We walk by faith dependence upon God's word. Not the emotions like sand. Right? It's imbalanced. There's no balance. There's no balance. And maybe I got caught up in an experience and a great move. Yeah, God called you. There is no question about it. You know what? He always does in us. By His grace, what we're not even prepared for. That's grace, right? That's grace. As with 722, you can put as much salt as you want. That's counsel through grace. That's counsel through the grace of God, in God's order, which he never violates. need to be very careful about violating God's order. You know what governs the flesh? It's not the mind of truth, it's the emotions of truth. That's what governs the flesh. And all of us, every one of us. Now, look what it says here in verse 8 of 1 Corinthians 2, which none of the princes of this world knew. They didn't know, for had they known it, they would have not crucified. They wouldn't have crucified the Lord. Now, he's crucified. Do they know it now? Oh, you better believe he, they know it now. And boy, do they want to come against that. They want to come against you functioning in the mind of truth to have a foundation established in you that nothing can shake. Isaiah 33, verse 6. <laughs> Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your time, not your emotions. Not the emotions. Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your time. He's causing us to grow up. That's what he's doing. Through the word, through the mind of truth. Through the mind of truth. And so in my emotions, he wants to train me through the truth of the word of God so that when he does want to speak to me, in my emotions, I may not feel like it. Is that good? Do you think our emotions, what we think are good in our deception, you think, that, you think that they can become a blockage for God and his word? 
I guarantee it. It's a guarantee. So here's what it says. Would they have crucified him? No, but did they? Do they know it now? They do. Now, here's verse 9. But it is written, I has not seen. You know something? This is the truth. Listen, young people, listen to me, young, young folks. I see further than you do. Not based upon who I am apart from Christ. I see far further than you do. I do. How? I see what he's done in me. I see my failures. I see my mistakes. I see his beautiful grace and rebound. I see how my emotions led me into a trap. I began to mix what I thought were emotions, with good emotions, with the mind of truth. And all it was, it was, it became fear in me. If I, these emotions aren't met, now I have fear, I'm going to miss something. But that's a snare in Proverbs 29, 25. The fear of man is a snare. It's a trap by the enemy. Right? Let me ask you this. Is any fear that's outside proper reverence, proper reverence, a will submitted to God, not based upon emotions? Mm-mm. No. Is there any fear in God's love for me? At any time, is there? No. Has God given us the spirit of fear in 2 Timothy 1.7? But of what? Power. Is that my emotions or is that who Christ is? That's right. That's right. So I'm going to go get my counsel. And you know, Satan's not a dummy. He has, spirit, he has genius far beyond us. And he knows where a certain believers are living in their emotions and he'll have them get together and have counsel. It could be near it could be far, but it's based on emotions. It could be near, and it could be far. Okay? could be near, and it could be far. And it's based upon emotions. Then you start functioning in a false image. Boy, I want to get into that this week. But I, I, honestly, and I, I, I believe I need to, you know, like we have Tuesdays and Fridays, and, and for, you know, and I wanted to do that just, you know, is God led? all of us, with a schedule and, and just to make it so it's not so people thinking they have to be driven, you know, you know, like, do I always have to come and hear him preach? No, you don't. Nope. Because after all, it's just me. It's not the Word, right? Is it the Word of men or the Word of God? First Thessalonians 2, verse 13. Oh, God help us. The enemy is so deceitful. He's deceitful. Oh boy, and if we think, if we think, we don't know, we don't know how evil the flesh is. We have no idea how it is. I don't. Oh, I've seen it. It's so evil. Yet we don't, we'll never come to the end of who we are in Christ. Those are the two things that he's working in us. Those are those two things right there. Now, but as it is written, eye has not seen. You know, you think, and I think at times, we think that, that we think that because we think that we can see beyond, that's where our feet are, they're not. You haven't even walked there yet. You haven't even been through enough. You don't have enough counsel. I don't know what, what do young people think? You have enough counsel? You think you have enough for yourself, and now you're going to counsel somebody else. Fellowship, am I saying, oh, is he saying don't fellowship? Really? Come to me. If you have a question about that, in transparency, come to me. 
Come to me, and what I will give you is, is the word, chapter and verse, the word. Right? That's what I'll do. I won't give you emotional truth. Okay? And I won't treat you emotionally. I won't treat you emotionally. Maybe some of these things did go on that weren't from God's order. Do you think that I'm going to be hateful and angry and you're going to be my enemy? The proof that I'm not your enemy is that I'm here. That's God's proof that I love you and that I see way beyond where your feet have gone because I've gone there. Way beyond that. Way beyond. Even about, way beyond about another specific area that people seem to be waiting for something that would have questions about it, would ask others and not me. <laughs> questions about me. Well, do you want someone else to interpret you? Well, do I? Do I want that? Is there any transparency in that? Could we be missing some things? Could we? Yeah. Listen, this is what it says. Eye is not seen, nor ear heard. Truth hasn't penetrated yet. We've got this increase, but for truth to penetrate, in Psalm 119, 130, the entrance of your word gives, gives light, it gives understanding to the simple, the humble. Has it penetrated yet? Does there need to be growth? Yes, there needs to be growth. Right? Has entered into the what? Mind of man. What? The emotions of the mind. Mind. The things which God has, past tense, already prepared for them that what? Okay, let me ask you a question. Is love an emotion? Is it? Is love an emotion? It's not. Do you interpret the word through your emotions? Do you think that's counsel? Do I think that's counsel? And do you think when you get together that is counsel? You know, God would call you to a specific place in his order, but he would give you counsel away from that order. You think God would do that? I'm not talking fellowship, I'm talking counsel. Is there a difference? Huge. Huge difference. Furthermore, honestly, in my personal opinion is this, my personal love is this. If you don't think you're called here, you should leave the sooner better than the later, honestly the sooner, much sooner than later, honestly. And I say that for the benefit of everybody. Honestly, I do mean that with all of my heart. I do. It should be much sooner than, than later. And not that I think that that should happen, because I, I want to make it clear I don't believe that. But it doesn't mean I'm in control of you. Just because I don't believe something about you, just because I don't, my eyes see further than where your feet think you're going, it's not my right. It's not my right to control you. It's not my right to do that, and I don't want to control you. I just want to have fellowship with you. I just want to have fellowship. I want to have Christ between us with transparency. God, people made decisions. You make decisions? Who's been giving you the word here? By God's grace, but who's been giving you the word here? Where are you getting your counsel from? Wow. I don't know, maybe the ones you're going to for counsel didn't know you since you were how old? It's very interesting to me, and very specific too, by the way. And I'm not saying it. I'm not, honestly, I'm not saying it in anger. I would say that, I, honestly, I would say that, and it's a good hurt, a hurt of love. 
Yeah, I mean, wow. You know, sometimes I will go to others because I want the counsel that my emotions is telling me. And I know if I go the right way, I'll get the right counsel. I just don't want it right now, so I'll go somewhere else. I promise you I see that. But in love, not in controlling. I am not in control of myself, I promise you, you folks this. I mean it too. I am not in control of myself, and I certainly don't want to control you at all. I want to fellowship with you in transparency, though. If there's ever an issue, if you ever have issues with me, you come to me, honestly, and I will be in humility and give you godly counsel. And then even if you don't receive that counsel, am I your enemy? Am I trying to control you? No. Sometimes we've got to fall. Sometimes we've got to keep going back to go forward. Sometimes we've got to keep going back forward. Things are too hard. Things are too tough. You know, another lie is, you know, what interferes with our growth and submission? It's too deep. Here's another one. You want me to be very specific? I will. It's too, too deep. It's too much. It's too deep. Well, why did God call us here? It's too deep. It's too much. Well, it, it takes a lot of discipline. It does. It takes a lot of discipline. But if I come and my emotions are all over the place based upon random thoughts, and they're all, can I receive? Can I receive the mind of truth in the emotions of truth? I can't do it. It's too deep. That's what we hear. It's too deep. It's too deep. It's too deep. Yeah, I know. But you've got to study, right? You want to go to college? Is it a little bit deeper than high school? High school a little bit deeper than elementary? Elementary a little bit deeper than kindergarten? Is it? But is there growth? The enemy doesn't want us to grow in our experience. So he'll, he'll raise up those emotions. And with those, he'll guide us. I'm just being extremely about as specific as I could be this morning. And this is, this is your counsel this morning. This is your counsel. This is, am I separate from you? This is my counsel, okay? But God has established an order here, okay? And that establishment of his order, when we function in it properly, properly is his love for us, okay? Okay, now, eye is not seen or ear heard, neither is entered into the mind of man, the mind, <laughs> what keeps the truth from being, uh, uh, what keeps truth out of my mind, proper thinking? Emotions. Has entered into the mind of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. I don't like the way he's, I don't like his plan. I don't like his way. I don't like his will. I don't like his word. Right? Can you imagine your parents, your loving parents, if they let you do things only based upon how you felt? Because you, you probably at that point had, a, had as much understanding about things as your parents did. It's not any different spiritually, by the way. It's not a least bit spiritual. It's so interesting why Jesus said this in Matthew 18, 20. He said, where two or three are gathered together in whose name? My name. There am I in the midst. Two or three. Give me, give me, give me, honestly, for my sake, for God's glory, my own personal sake, and the blessing of us all. Give me two or three. Because that's what it's down to. Seriously. Do you know how much you want truth? 
You know, the whole Pentecostal thing, am I their enemy when I say that? No. Is it based upon emotions? Yeah, the whole Pentecostal thing is emotional stuff. No mind of truth through Christ. It's always the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you better di- differentiate between the Spirit in 1 John 4.1 of the world <laughs> and the Holy Spirit. And don't interpret even God the Holy Spirit through your emotions. I want to make that crystal clear in my love for every single individual here. As he makes it clear to me. <laughs> We're all growing in this clarity, aren't we? All right? but, but God has revealed them unto us by what? His Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. In Galatians 5.16, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Can I lust after certain things? Can I? If I don't have the mind of truth, knowing that I'm accepted, will I seek someone else to gain that acceptance through emotions? There's no question about it. Listen, this, just, we all have fellowship, okay? Just knock off any private counsel, okay? Please, please. And, and again, I'm saying that because I, I want to control you. <laughs> oh, God. It's not just Ed, no, but, you know, where did God call you? I don't know. Yeah, it's not just Ed. He's not the only one. Well, no, I know. But in that specific area, if I am, it's God, right? Not me, right? It's, that's what it says here. But God's revealed them unto us by His Spirit, for the Spirit searches what? Some things. All things. He's going to search out what emotions are. They're good or bad. All things. Yea, the what? Deep things of God. For what? For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knows no man. No man, especially young folk, but the Spirit of God. Now, we have received not the Spirit of the world, that we might know, know, right, and know, experience the things that are freely given to us of God, which things we also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, okay? Okay, but the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual with spiritual. But the natural man receives not. It's too deep. It's too much. The circumstances and situations are too much. (laughs) It's too much. One bad thing happens, it's done. I need an escape. The enemy will give it to you. It's called an emotional escape. Emotions. Emotional escape. Right? Here it is. Now, we've received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is what? Of God. That we, we, is that a local assembly right there? Are we separate? Is there an I here or a we? We. This is where we get our counsel from, so that we can fellowship properly, right? Which things, what? Which things, what? We also speak not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but with the Holy Spirit comparing spiritual, spiritual with spiritual. But the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God. Can the enemy deceive me by what we think are good emotions? So it keeps me from receiving. Oh, yeah. For they are what? They can't receive... He receives not the things of the Spirit of God because they are foolishness unto him. Why? They don't meet the emotional aspect. I don't feel good, so I must not be good. 
I feel good about this, so it must be God. (laughs) He loves us. God wants us to take him serious and not make ourselves something and not use someone else to do it. But the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God because they're foolishness unto him. They don't meet my emotional structure. Neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual what? Judges or discerns? He discerns what? All things. Yet he himself is discerned of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord? That he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. We do have the mind of Christ. What are we doing here this morning? This is what we're doing here. And we have so much more to get into, but we're going we're gonna to stop it here because I do want, I do want to keep some time for some uh, folks today. And if we can't do it, we can get a specific time for that. This all has to do with image. This does. I want to get into this for us in such a beautiful way. Because image, if I function in a proper image, now I'm functioning in a proper place. And that place is fellowship with him based upon counsel that doesn't have anything to do with emotions, but the mind of truth. That's what Jesus was saying. And, and I'm going to close it with this. Okay? And I'm excited about this. So again, uh, we may not, we may only, you know, meet because of schedules, and I understand that too. I mean, I had to work too. <laughs> uh, and it's not always easy. No. But thank God his yoke is, right? Things aren't easy, but his yoke is. Right? They're very easy. That's what Jesus was saying in John 14, 1. This is what he said. Let not your heart be troubled. You know what he was saying? Stop allowing thoughts that are not mine to trouble you, and then you manifest them through your emotions. Okay? Let not your mind, not your emotions, they'll be up and down like this. Oh, God, how many times? (laughs) What kind of a second does that take? (laughs) Please forgive me. Let not your, your mind be troubled. Stop being afraid. Do you believe in God? How does he reveal himself? Through your emotions or through the word? You believe in God, believe in me. Right? And if I go, I'm going to prepare a place for you. You know what the place is based upon that he's preparing us for? It's the image that we already have in him. That place is going to be eternal fellowship with him. Maybe you've never heard these things before. Maybe I never have. But that place... Okay, that he, that he is preparing for you right now is based upon the image that he's given you in Christ. It has everything to do with the mind of truth, who he is, the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 2.16 has nothing to do with our emotions. It doesn't. We are not the product of our emotions. We are the product of a proper image. And that's what he said. And if I go, in John 14.3, I go, but I'm going to prepare a place for you. Specific. Do you know what that's saying? I am preparing you now with a proper image through the word. Now, and at the same time, I'm preparing a place for you, for you alone. And that's the depth of intimate fellowship with each of us. We can have fellowship, but it's never separated, honestly, from a local assembly. We have one place where we get the counsel. God set it up that way, not Ed, not anybody else. God did it that way. I'm going to make that crystal clear. That's God's order. 
1 Corinthians 12. Read 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. Read that. Read Ephesians, those, those amazing six chapters in Ephesians, especially the fourth chapter, and see God's order. See the foundational truths that are ours in him. He's preparing us, honestly. I don't know how many days I have, but like we shared, I think it was, what's today? I don't know, Monday, to Sunday? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, how he's preparing us. Just preparing us so much, so very, very much. I can't wait to get the rest of, I'm just like, okay, give me more, please, God, give me more, give me more, give me more, give us more. Because how else will we even fellowship for our all eternity if I don't have it individually? You tell me. And the individual never replaces that. It just manifests itself. And you, can, you know what proper fellowship is based upon proper counsel because you have it, listen to me, together. You don't need to have it special. You don't have special, you know, you don't have special like private relationships that are a little different than the whole. I'm going to tell you what that, that's God. That is the enemy causing us to be a respecter of people. Every one of us has the same love right here. You know, and place, where is he forming the place? In us, through our image, where does he do that? Privately or in his order right here for us? He's for us. He's not against us. So, Father, thank you so much, Father, for the truth. Thank you, Father, for your truth. You're always renewing us, and we're going to get into that. We need to be constantly renewed. This is your image. This isn't. This is your image. This is your image. And Father, thank you so much for the beauty of this truth. And thank you for the beauty of each individual here that has that treasure in them. All of us together in 2 Corinthians 4, 7, we have this treasure and these, these, in these fragile clay jars. Just make sure it's the treasure that's directing you and not the fragile clay jars of, of yourself or anybody else. Okay, Your need... Anyone that loves you and wants you knows that your need is to be taught the things of Christ. Period. Period. And if it's another need, I wouldn't say it's in proper order. But Father, thank you for each individual here. Thank you so much for who they are in their own individuality. Bless each of us, Father, those with responsibilities in work and so forth. Give us the energy and what we need. Protect Protect uh, the women at work and continue to give them the depth of your intimate love and fellowship individually and together as, as, as often as we can. Thank you for this opportunity this morning in your love. In Jesus' name, amen.